Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, Dumb Nation. Welcome to. Oh, Dumb Nation is a don't unfriend me nation. Don't anyone turning it off and going, wow, why did he call us dumb? It's a coined phrase from a listener. It's just, it's stuck. I don't know what to tell you. Dumb nation. It's what we are. Whatever. If you're insecure about that, just wait. It's going to get worse. Tonight on Breaking Truth, episode 32, we're talking about some pretty That is the best way that I can describe it. People are absolute I don't know how else to say it. Ariel, Disney. Black, white, redhead, Irish, ginger. This is the big concern, really. Inflation, not important. No, the wall, not important. Okay. The election coming up. Ariel, we need to raise gas prices and make food even higher so people can actually worry about the things that are truly important. I'll be right back. Stick around. I've got a take. Don't I always? Thanks for watching Breaking Truth, and please don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and follow. You know, I was sitting down talking to my kid. Oh, by the way, my name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Also, Breaking Truth, welcome to the show. Great to have you. We're on at 830 Live, and you can see the recorded show anytime you want for your purview by going to at Don't Unfriend Me Show. Okay. My daughter is extremely important to me, and early in life, we had tickets to Disneyland, and we would surprise her often, sit her in the chair, get the phone out, and say, we're going to go somewhere. Well, where are we going? Are we going to grandma's house? No. What big eyes you have. No wrong story. Uh, and, and then, you know, are we going to go to Anderson Split Pea Soup? Are we going to go see Aunt Cookie? And we would say, well, daddy's got to go down there for work and we might go down to a restaurant. So we get to go on a fun car ride. And of course, to a child, that's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it's better than staying in Bakersfield, California. And then lo and behold, we would drive for the three hours. She would basically be comatose on her iPad. And then we would pull up to Disneyland and and the facial features would would glow, a glow with with thoughts of of endless sugars and chocolate chip cookies and climbing the tallest tower and to be rescued by whomever. And it was special and it was magical, like all of us who went to Disneyland and what it was like. And now is a different story, but it doesn't matter. Then it was something special. And I have thought a long time ago that there are so many people that don't get to experience Disneyland because it's, it's expensive. You know, for a family of four to go there for, you know, three or four days is $5,000 by the time you get the makeup and the, the costumes and everything else. And, and we just kind of said, it's not worth it. And how many people don't get to experience this? So 
we decided to, to not renew our, our tickets. And then we moved out of California, which was a saving grace anyway. Well, go Texas. And the thing is, is my daughter and her mother love Little Mermaid. And they would sing it for hours and hours. My daughter loved and still loves Princess Jasmine and Aladdin. That's her favorite. But my wife loves Ariel. She would play it on piano and all this other stuff. And she is just enamored by it. And I thought about watching this Ariel live action, how much I've liked the other live actions, whether it's Jungle Book or you know, even mentioning Aladdin was fantastic and Pete's Dragon. And, and I think they do a great job in sticking true to the facts without breaking form from the originals. Like uh, in Beauty and the Beast, I thought was exceptionally done. So I was excited to see this from Little Mermaid. I'm going to show it to you right now just so you have an idea. And if you have had your head stuck in a, a sand hole for the last few days, you have no idea what's coming. So, you know, caveat emptor. But for those who know what's coming, stick around because I've got a take. Here it is. big wave. a lot like the the original I could Wait. but 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 part of that but. but 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 it's but but she's blick <laughs> and who cares I was more concerned at that point, honestly, when I saw it is why isn't it coming out in Black History Month in February? That would be a better release date. Then I'm like, oh, summer movies. Who cares? Did, did you just watch what, what was created? Little Mermaid from a horrible 2D flat panel type cartoon to 3D ungodly CGI and it looks fantastic. I mean, can you imagine what Ursula is going to, that's the, that's the, the octopi queen girl, right? I, I guess, you know, and, and my wife's comment was, I wonder if Eric's going to be black. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, everyone has different reactions. My first reaction was she can't do that. She's, she's, she's white. She's kind of white. She's a ginger. Okay. So kind of white. What does it matter? But it does. And the internet is, is absolutely melting down over this. Now, I want to be clear. Most people 
just went to work and didn't care. Showed their kids black, white, brown, or indifferent, and just were like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And others were like, I don't think that's cool. Or I don't really care about Little Mermaid and I don't want to watch it. That's why I don't think it's cool. I'd rather watch football. And other people had other reactions and all of them were completely benign. And then there was the side of the malignancy. Sides on on both racial demographics, white and black. Black people who think that she shouldn't be black. That you shouldn't stick and, and deprave a black person by subjecting them to a white oppressive film. And then you've got the other ass hats, and I'm going to say it, I don't care, I'm not going to mute myself, who are white, who think that she shouldn't be black because the only thing they care about is the color of her skin. If you closed your eyes, you would have sworn that was Little Mermaid. You would have sworn. You wouldn't have guessed there was a new movie. You would have said, that's Little Mermaid. But these are some of the things that are coming out from this. The Christian against the Little Mermaids group. How fast does that group get created? And second, how does it not get banned? But I get banned for saying COVID too many times in a show. But this doesn't get banned. A woman in blackface, hardly a woman at all. I'm gearing up for the Little Mermaid. Unreal. Here's another one. The Little Mermaid with Newports and Dreadlocks. This was posted from a, a very good friend of mine named Amir Almin, who I, I care very much about. And we've had a lot of conversations back and forth about race. And this makes me sick. Now, this is a very small percentage of people. This is not everybody. But people will do anything to get clicks nowadays. This is unacceptable. The Little Slave. We've already seen roots. This is just designed to hurt and tear people apart. That's all it's designed to do. It's it's I understand there's a place for humor and I and I've got a bunch of it and I am a I am a pretty funny guy, I think. But this it's not funny because children will see this and it's unacceptable. This is plain racist. The teeth, the hair, the over dark skin, the chicken wing necklace, the watermelon. Sorry, but I just can't allow my children to watch this is what this person says. When I think of this, I go back to probably one of my favorite movies of all time, Shawshank Redemption. And I think back at Red, and the reason why Red's name is Red, and the reason why Morgan Freeman, when people are asking about, and they're having a conversation in, in the yard, and Morgan Freeman says, I'm Irish. It actually was in the book, because Red was a red-headed Irishman. He wasn't black at all. When you think of Shawshank Redemption, can you imagine anyone other than Morgan Freeman? Standing by Timothy Robbins' side? No. Who could? And you didn't care. I understand loving characters. I went through a very similar feeling myself when it came to this. And it wasn't horribly negative or anything to that effect, but I, I was confused. I am a Tom Clancy fan, and I love Jack Ryan. And one of the things that I appreciate about the Jack Ryan series, besides Jack Ryan and all the characters, 
is I, I, I really love Clark. And it's, he's been played by William Defoe and the guy who was Cotton Leary in, uh, in Scream. I don't remember his name. I'm sure someone will tell me. And I'll be like, oh, there it is. There's his name. And I've always loved the character Clark. And when I heard that the gentleman who did was the villain in Black Panther and also was the Human Torch, Michael B. Hawkins. I, 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 don't, I don't know his name. I, I despise the actor. Completely despise the actor. I can't stand him. I don't think he can act his way out of a wet paper bag, hence why I don't remember his name. And when I heard that they were changing some of all fears and they were going to make it, who's, it's predominantly about Clark, and 90% of the movie is about Clark, where he's setting up revenge for the death of his girlfriend. Uh, it bothered me because the entire story that I've always read is that what we do is we put ourselves and we create a persona in the character, just like when we listen to our rock band music and we're listening to country and it's in our headphones, we're laying down. We imagine ourselves playing lead guitar or screaming vocals on Kiss or whatever it is. We do the same thing with books and movies and we insert ourselves into that and we create a, 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 a connection with these people from emotional, spiritual, mental, metaphysical, existentially, however you, your connection is created, and we see them as ourselves. So why do we get the icky feeling when somebody all of a sudden is black? Now, I'll tell you what I went through. What I went through is about five seconds of he's a seal. He's supposed to be white. Okay, he's not going to be white. So all the people I imagine playing him I have a little less of a of an A list for this, like Idris Alba, but he won't he can't do it. And then now I'm done. Morgan Freeman's too old. Now what do I do? And then I just simply said, yeah, but I know a lot of seals who are African American, who are Hispanic. Any one of them could do this role. So now, okay, I'm over it. And it went back to I just didn't like the actor. And that that is fine. But this is Little Mermaid. And it's not children who are flipping out. It's adults, grown adults, people who are much older and so far removed from this that this shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be an issue. Show you this next video so you understand what's being said. Here's CNN's take on this. Here's the thing, and this is kind of, I think, one of the ugly sides of this, though, yeah. is this isn't totally well received. Not and I don't all. get this, Lisa, why? Because we see, I mean, the Little Mermaid isn't real, right? The Star Wars characters, they aren't real. Hobbits, they aren't real. Why are people, you know, why? I mean, I, I know why. But you have people who get so upset about these total, it's not like they're changing some sort of historical uh, figure. So I, I just don't even get it. Well, you know what is real? Racism is real, unfortunately. Yes. And people get so offended. I mean, and to those who say we're always trying to make things about race, people make it about race when they're online and they're trying to debate the fact that, oh, she couldn't have darker skin because she's a mermaid and she's under the water and the sun wouldn't be able to reach her. That's about race. So, you know, to say, oh, we're not making it about race, we just don't want to see this remade, there was no reason for it. Yeah, I just wish people would keep the same energy for racism as they do when they get called out about racism. That would be, I want to be a part of that world, actually. The thing is this, is to sit here and pretend 
that the left doesn't jump on every racist trope possible. They're not the ones that are sitting up there in front of the dais and calling, you know, 74 million Trump supporters, white nationalists and fascists. And come on, let, let's keep this in perspective. This isn't, this isn't a white or black thing. This is an ignorance thing. And the white people who are complaining that Ariel is black, they are completely abhorrent. And the people who are black that are complaining that, sh- that she's black and shouldn't be in a white mermaid movie are the same way. They're the same type of person. And it has nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has nothing to do with uh, materialism or their ideology. It has to do with that they are ignorant. That's what they are. And most of the people who saw this, the millions of people, there are children who are looking like my daughter with their eyes big as saucers. And they're like, oh my gosh, she looks just like me. And people don't like the feeling. And they go, oh my gosh, that's weird. When they're, and, and, and people of all colors are like, oh, that's just weird. Well, not if your daughter is, is, is Asian and sees Mulan. Not if she's Muslim and she, or, or Arabic or in any way, shape, or form, any other religion that would align with Middle Eastern ethnicity when they see Aladdin. Not when Mirda came out in Brave and all of the children got to see a redhead princess. For, for, for over 50 years, there wasn't anything else but white princesses. Cinderella, Snow White. You can go on and on, Rapunzel, Anna and Elsa. I mean, it, it's, it looks like a Klan rally, or at least a Daughters of the Confederates rally. And I understand people's trepidation. I understand that they love this character, but it doesn't mean you still can't love this character, because if you can't love a black Elsa or Anna or Snow White, I mean, it's even in the name, for gosh sakes. Then maybe you have a problem with accepting black people altogether. Because nobody cared with Morgan Freeman. Nobody gave a crap. Because nobody knew. But all of a sudden, because Little Mermaid is a mainstream character, it's a giant problem for some people. I've spent a lot of time on this. And I think the most important thing is when we look at people, Matthew twenty two thirty seven says, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I don't quote a lot of scripture, but there are people who are claiming to be Christians, who are claiming to be decent human beings in an uproar over this. And I'm here to tell you, I don't care what side of this you're on, this is not what most people think. This is not all Trump supporters. This is not all white people who believe this, just like it's not all the black people who are against this. This is a very small demographic And what we hear is the negativity. What we see are the pictures that I showed you. And what we don't see are the amazing videos of children seeing this and they are feeling a little more accepted than they were yesterday.
Can we sacrifice one of our white characters to make that happen? Do you think maybe we could just give back a little bit to the African-American community? Maybe some of these kids who don't have big TVs or don't have beautiful homes or they might be just struggling to find food on their table. Is it okay to let them love something as much as we do and connect with it like we did because it was somebody of our color and we could imagine ourselves being that person? What's wrong with extending that? In fact, every fan of the show or my book, Tom Clancy, should embrace hundreds of thousands, if not millions of other people being exposed to it and having it enrich their lives like it did mine or yours. Why are we so selfish? Why do we covet something so immaterial? I don't know. I will tell you, though, it's not normal. The last thing I will tell you is Judea and Egypt around the time of the Lord. Jesus, most likely, he had brown eyes, dark brown to black hair, and olive brown skin. In other words, not white. One of the most important characters in world history is not white. And if you open up your mind and open up your eyes, I'm sure you're going to be okay with it. I think you can handle a red-headed fictional fish who lives under the sea, waiting for someone to come save her. And today, she's black. And I think it's freaking awesome. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for watching. My daughter made one little comment to me, and I said, Honey, what do you think about Ariel? She goes, I don't care. And I said, Well, what if another character that you cared about was black? Or what if Tiana became white? She goes, I don't care. But I think that would be horrible because there's only like two black princesses. And I think it would be really stupid when you've got 25 others who are white to take a black princess away. Until that day happens, until it, there's, a, there's an inequality of princesses, it's really not important. And she inspired me to take the other show I was working on and throw it away and talk about this. The innocence and honesty of children. Let them guide who we are because they, they understand it better than we ever could. Folks, that's it for Don't Unfriend Me. Please do me a favor. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. This is Breaking Truth. And every show we talk about veteran crisis, whether it's live or recorded. And please help a veteran. It starts with conversation. Mental health is physical health. And that number is free of charge. And it's there for you. Thank you once again for watching Breaking Truth. I Really appreciate you stopping by. Come see me tonight at 8.30. Go over to DonutFriendMe.com. Get a cool shirt or a mug or something else. I would be happy if you would. See you tonight or see you tomorrow for another recorded show. God bless. Thanks for watching Breaking Truth. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and follow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.